Hi everyone and welcome back for the last episode of our Top 5 Movies podcast. Uh, this is Simon and that's Ross across the Pennines. Hi Ross, can you hear me? Hi, loud and clear. Alright, that's fine. <laughs> you know, goddamn pen. I can actually hear you echoing across the Pennines. Really not. <laughs> it's me. Um, what, what, what's the... What's the what the torch is called in Lord of the Rings, where they light the, oh, the yeah. light, the oh. light of, the light of. You mean to 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 to, to bring Gondor aid? Yeah, that's it. Um, well, they're just they just uh, the light of bonfires. The, bonfires, aren't they? Like the bonfires. No, it's called something. It's called something. It's it's like it? the the light, the light of perennium or something. Perennium. <laughs> <laughs> Away from the asshole to the ball. <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> the torches of taint. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's it, and they call the beacon. The beacons of oh, the beacons. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, the beacons of Gondor. There's something like that. Anyway, so yeah, uh, we'll... Gondor calls, and Rohan will answer. <laughs> I think the best bit in all of them films is is. Um, is probably the, the king's speech, um, not not the Colin Firth one. The in, in Lord of the Rings, the king's speech where he's riding up and he goes, "To glorious dead or something." Yeah, oh, it, it does make me go cold every time I watch that bit. Oh, oh, oh you mean serious? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I thought something about. It. I, the only thing I remember of that scene is uh, is him looking awfully floppy atop of that horse, <laughs> and he's going, "Yeah, yeah," and everyone goes. Yeah, it's almost like the horse sets up before he realizes, and he goes like this. He goes, <laughs> now slow, slow down, slow down. That would be first. <laughs> Is that fucking you know? <laughs> Barely sheath my sword. Um, right, anyway. So yeah, I uh, hope you enjoyed this last one uh, of this current series, and we'll see you on the other side of it. Say bye from across the Pennines, Ross. It's an intro, isn't it? Yeah. So it's hi oh, yeah. again. So, so say hi, 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 goodbye, enjoy. Bye bye, enjoy. Bye <laughs> bye, enjoy. But Ghostbusters. Yeah. But Ghostbusters too. Yeah, love them. I love Ghostbusters I love too. I love Everyone them both. slates it. Everyone no, slates bullshit. it. Don't listen to it. Are you going to go and see the new one? I... Watch the trailer. Have you seen the trailers? Yes. And are you a little bit more impressed with it than you thought you no. were going to be? Okay. Um... So moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, right, okay. I saw the trailer. Yeah. And I thought it was a joke. <laughs> and I watched it and I thought, it's it's just... It's not a joke. So Fuck, it's going to happen. outrageously different. And it's because originally it wasn't supposed to be anything like that. No. Originally, it was supposed to be all of the original cast who were going to yeah. find a way for Harold Ramis. Yeah. Is Ramis right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, he died. Yeah. But it was going to be Ramis and Murray. Yeah. Writing it just like the others. Or was it Ramis and Aykroyd who wrote the original? Aykroyd, I think, yeah. 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 But it was it was supposed to be all those guys. And I was so looking forward to it. Yeah. Even though Ramis wasn't going to be in it. Because apparently, he did a, they did a lot of the stuff before he died. The, the sad thing is, for so long... They've wanted to do it, but wanted the right script. And I think they probably almost got there, and they'll, Howard Ramis died. And then they just kind of thought, we can't do it. 
which unfortunately is the right choice. I don't think it would have worked without all three or four of them, depending if you include but Winston. Now it's not going to work it. even more. There's, there's, it's believed that they do do cameos in it. But that the, the the problem with me with it is this: if it's something completely independent of the first Ghostbusters, it can't reference the first one. Yeah, it has not which, a right to. Which it does because Slimer's in it. It's a Ghostbusters movie. So I, but so, uh, I don't know. I, I I will see it. I might not. Know. I think I'll wait for Blu-ray. If I see those bitches trying to tour one, <laughs> but I'm gonna lose my it shit. It does look I quite know. funny, and it, it, if it was something completely separate, it might be quite funny. But because obviously you want it to be like the original Ghostbusters, you don't want to like it. I want those guys or nothing. Yeah. And I'm being, I'm gonna make no effort whatsoever. <laughs> go and watch that movie. I saw the trailer and I thought, yeah, that'd be a bit shit if that happened, wouldn't it? <laughs> and then I realised that it's, it's actually real. a legitimate trailer. Yeah. And I got very upset. I know, I know. I don't know. I got very I upset. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so my we're up to my number two, is that right? Yes. Okay, number two. This film was released in June 1982. 82. 82. Six years before my birth. It was... <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember it coming out, if that helps. Based on a book by Philip K. Dick. Okay. Called Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Blade Runner. Yes. Yeah. No! No, I made a mess there! Why? I changed it, I changed it. My number two is... <laughs> was released in May 1980. <laughs> so this is... Conf- okay. Right, start from scratch. My number two was released in May 1980. Yeah. It was directed by Lawrence Cadson. Okay. And directed by Irvin Kirshner. Right. That's uh, all he's got. Uh, that's oh all I've got. That's <laughs> <laughs> so Jesus Christ, well, nothing. Well, this is blank pages. Anyway, Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Kind of giving away my number one. I thought George Lucas was behind it, all of them. And he wrote the idea and obviously foresaw everything. And um, But no, it was other people leave. Lee Bride and Lawrence Kasdan did the screenplay. Lawrence Kasdan wrote the new one, Force Awakens. Okay. Oh. So you kind of know that he's Well, he right. should know goddamn better from the new hope. Empire <laughs> Strikes <laughs> um, Back. It's genuinely, for most of my life, it has been my favourite film. A bit like uh, the, the Man in the Street, Zach, that we heard. It's just been my favourite film for so yeah. long. And I've even not questioned it for a long time. Number one, my number one that I gave you clues to <laughs> has slowly crept up and beaten that. Okay. Um, Rightly so. S- solely because I think maybe I've watched Empire Strikes Back too many times. Uh, again, I knew it off by heart when I was about five. The soundtrack's amazing. It's the only one I had the soundtrack for. It is the best of the Star Wars films, easily. Yeah. It leads on. To, it's very dark compared to... St- if Other you wa- than The Phantom Menace. If you watch... <laughs> Don't stop me. You can see the veins popping from the neck right now. I love Phantom Menace. I won't have it dissed in any way whatsoever, but it's no Empire Strikes Back. Um, Star Wars is quite th- throwaway. It could be a film on its own and you'd never see anything of it again quite easily. Return of the Jedi kind of finishes it all and is a bit kiddie in ways, even though the end scene in Return of the Jedi. Always sends chills down the spine when Luke and Vader are battling. Do you know where he's dad? Um, <laughs> but Empire Strikes Back is just, it's fairly perfect the whole way through. Fairly perfect. Fairly perfect. I've never heard that. Because 
I think my number one is more perfect. If you're going to use the word perfect, <laughs> then it should only be preceded by the word fucking. <laughs> well, I think my number one is fucking perfect. Yeah. Um, I wonder so what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So that's my number two. I'm going to play Blade. Uh, no, I'm going to play the love. <laughs> the... <laughs> Again, the elusive. <laughs> <laughs> what can it be? I'm going to play the. Stupid fat hobbitses! Stupid fat hobbitses! Fat runners! I'm going to play the Imperial March, which is Darth Vader's theme. Little note, I probably told you, but when we were playing our wedding, I kept threatening when Charlotte came down the aisle instead of the wedding march, I was going to play Darth Vader's Imperial March <laughs> on the way down. So much so that I had it on a CD to play and I kind of bottled out oh, at the last I minute. Done. I should have done. It would have been amazing. She would have been so pissed. And I think now she'd have seen the funny side 15 years later. Yeah, right. yeah so no. Not, not then. So anyway, Imperial March. 15 years. I mean, you, you may not have made it this far. <laughs> you You'd have been laughing on your own. <laughs> well, with me. But... In a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Imperial March from my number two film, The Empire Strikes Back. Not Very number good. one. No, not number one, which we are yet to guess. <laughs> Flitting quickly to my number one is uh, The Godfather. Have you, have you, are you done your number two, haven't you? Sorry. Uh, my yeah. number two is The Deer Hunter. Uh, so we've gone to straight, uh, yeah, The Godfather. Um, I thought I'd not build that up, up enough, sorry. So, Ross, you're, you're number right. one. Yeah, you're right. What can it be? <laughs> You've had some classics. <laughs> There's an air helicopter landing on the roof. I've had some belters. Some of the rejects have been better than the top five, honestly. Um, <laughs> Captain America. <laughs> mental, mental. Not the first one, the second yeah, one. Yeah, even worse. No. The wolf shit. No. Nope. The Godfather. Are we counting the Godfather or Godfather? God, Godfather. <laughs> Godfather. Two um, and three, or just the one, or just the I two? I'm happy to God include... Pa- Godfather the first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to include the second one, but right. I wrote this with the, the, just the first one in mind. Right, okay. The second one's amazing, but the, the first one is what really set everything up. The first one is where you have all of the Corleone yeah. family. I first saw The Godfather when I knew it was about, right? I yeah. knew it was a lot of people's favourite film. Yeah. And my friend said to me one day, he was like, we're going to watch The Godfather. We're going to set like three hours aside. We're going to really watch it. Um, but it's long, it's complex, and you have to pay attention. Are you talking about your penis again? <laughs> <laughs> it's a right throbber of a, of a film. It's a right veiny muscle. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Textbook. <laughs> <laughs> Textbook scan. So when, when someone says that to you and they say it's really long, it's really complex, <laughs> you have to pay again. <laughs> and all of the blood runs to one place. <laughs> you immediately switch off. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you just think, Oh fuck's sake. Yeah. Um This is gonna be too much hard work. 
Yeah, and I watched it, <laughs> and um, I was completely blown away, start to finish, because this dick don't come around every time. <laughs> and every single thing about it was just completely staggering. <laughs> the cock, the balls. <laughs> the placement of pubes. Yeah, the gooch took me by surprise. Taint. The sheer depth. The taint. <laughs> the taint. <laughs> Look, can we please stop uh, referring to the juxtaposition in my dick with something so beautiful? <laughs> I, was, I, 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 I saw, I, I bought The Godfather before I'd seen it. Right. But when they released it... Early 2000s on DVD in like a leather set thing, which I don't have anymore, unfortunately, but I, I bought it, kind of invested in it, knowing that I probably should like it. Yeah. Um, Are we talking about my dick? <laughs> <laughs> Le- leathery box set of Ross's dick. I should like, I should like I haven't seen it, <laughs> but I'm willing to pay money for it. Before, I'm going to buy it blind. <laughs> Uh, Ross's old leathery box set. <laughs> no, I, I, I think unfortunately with the, with the Godfather, I think we 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 did talk about this. The the Godfather three, and I meant to say, I meant to tell you weeks ago, I'd have won the pointless trophy, thanks to you, because there was a question on pointless, and it said um, something like who wrote who wrote Mario. Puzo. Puzo. And it just had, you know where they take the consonants out and they just leave the vowels? Right. And it was just T, H, something, something. There's something, no something. T in his entire name. No, and, no in, the, in the, the, the book title. And it's, it was just it was just Mario Puzo, T, H, something, something. And I went, the Sicilian. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what The Godfather 3 was supposed Two. to be about. Two was supposed to be about anyway. Yeah. And I'd, I'd have won the pointless trophy. And wow, I'd have that gone was on. Pointless one. Yeah, oh that was God, a pointless answer. All over that. And I wouldn't have known that until we talked yeah. about that. So anyway, well, yeah. yeah, I mean the Sicilian yeah. was because Mario Puzo obviously wrote The Godfather, and he wrote The Sicilian. The Sicilian was all about Michael Corleone's time in uh, Sicily in Corleone. But the film obviously spent very little time there, and he it was mainly set in New York. Yeah. Again, and, and switched between a young Vito. There is a Godfather one, two, and three that you can see in that's all been intercut. Right. Okay. In logical order. Now, a lot of people don't like the third one, but they wrongly, I feel like they wrongly compare it too much to the first two. People forget there was twenty years between those fucking movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, 20 years. Mario Puzo is dead. <laughs> right. uh, but but what, why not? But then... The Godfather, ladies and gentlemen. I wish I'd pretended I'd done that on purpose now because it would have been rather faint. I, th- I think the, the problem is, I, I think if they'd have released it as maybe a separate film and not called it Godfather 3, I think people would have taken it a lot more seriously. I think you got The Godfather, got The Godfather 2, which is amazing. It is a fantastic film. I, I, in some ways, I think it is better than the first one. I think it's a bit more in-depth and there's a bit more to it. I think the, the third is a little bit more... It, it's, too, it's too 90s. It's too a bit trashy. Yeah, but... But I think if it was released as an Al Pacino film playing a similar character, 
I think it would have been taken a lot more seriously. Al Pacino's made his career off playing that type of character yeah. anyway, hasn't he? Yeah. So he, they could have released it as, I don't know, Italian guy yeah, in New York or something. Yeah, but it was still based on a book and on reality. That's mm. the thing, is w- without sounding like a snob, Till like I, <laughs> I happened to uh, read, um, and I didn't read it. I read it long before I saw The Godfather Part Three. Right. Okay. Um, and I didn't read it. It was nothing to do with that film. I just read it because I was reading a lot of uh, non-fiction books on various mafia families right, from, okay. from America and from Italy. And one of my favourite ones was called The Mafia at War, and it was about how the Mafia had a hold over the Vatican and the influence that they had over the Vatican. And that is what that film is about. So I was watching it, knowing uh, what happens, knowing yeah. the characters, knowing the things that played out. Sofia Coppola obviously played a big part in it as well. Uh, with, um, what's his name? Uh, Andy Garcia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Garcia? yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets his head cut off in Blue, Blue Rain or Black Rain or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think I think the problem is I think the acting isn't as good in it. No, it's not. But and, and, and it's that's hard the... to beat the guys in the prime. Yeah. Um, when you've got Pacino and De Niro and both of them were like fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. Like you, those you can't beat those performances. No. no, you're right. So twenty years on, and it's like, hey guys, uh, <laughs> Frenchy Francis, let's get get together in the Big Apple. Yeah, come on, <laughs> we can do it again. Yeah. Come on, it's like, right? Come on, big curtain call. We've done yeah. all since then. I. I it, it, this, this maybe it's easy to say, but they should have done it maybe a lot sooner if they were going to do it at yeah. all. Because the book was obviously around, wasn't it? Distracted with it. I do think, though, if you watch The Godfather 3 as an independent film, I think you'd enjoy it a lot more. Because I watched it, Godfather 1, Godfather 2, Godfather it's all, 3. It's all down to context. Because I watched that film, I was already really looking forward to it because I knew this, what it was going to be about. And a lot of people watch it and they go, that was shit. Yeah. Gino's got grey spiky hair. <laughs> and then I thought, this is fucking crap. But Why is he blind in it? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I loved that movie. Yeah. And now... I love it in a different way compared to the first two Godfathers, because um, the like the Godfather is what made me study film. I never would have gone on to do. I think film probably a lot writing. of people could probably say that as yeah. well, couldn't they? Yeah, because it, watching that, I was completely aware the whole time that I was watching something like otherworldly compared to other film. And yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not being dramatic. I genuinely <laughs> how I feel about it. Is I was watching, I was thinking, this is special. <laughs> yeah, and I was yeah. just with a capital S. And I was, I was just completely... Three exclamation marks. And afterwards, I said to my mate, I said, that wasn't fucking complex. And it was too short. And I just wanted more. Like, And I've seen it so many times. Right, okay. I fucking loved it. And I've read the book two or three times. I've read all of Mario Puzo's other books. The Sicilian. Uh, no, <laughs> But then another guy took over who did The Last Don uh, guy. I can't remember his name now. I was going to say Don Forrester, but that was actually the guy who taught me how to drive. <laughs> <laughs> Gets about a bit, doesn't I it? <laughs> Sicily. Thanks for the lesson. Barrel. So yeah, so we'll play the yes. uh, Godfather theme. Yes. By a guy who... I don't know. That was the Godfather theme by Nino Rote. What a song, what a great song. Simon's number one. <laughs> My number one. Can you guess? <laughs> is it? <laughs> is it? Is it Blade Runner by any chance? Blade Runner. It's like I said, for a long time, Empire Strikes Back was my favourite film. 
the more I watched Blade Runner. It is far too serious for kids. So it came out, I was seven. By the time I'd saw, I'd saw it, I was about ten. Far too serious, far too intense. Far too not much going on for an awful long time, which I think is its strength. Released June 1982, as I said before, when I thought it was still my number two, um, based on Do Androids Dream Electric Sheep by Philip okay, K. Dick, Dick, directed by Ridley Scott, who also directed... Alien. That'll do. Gladiator. <laughs> Seven versions of the films have been released now, altogether. Obviously, the, the, the original release with the awful, awful... Talkies. Prometheus. Have you have you seen Blade Runner? Of course I have. Yeah, of course you have. Yeah, it's fine. It's everyone else that works here that hasn't seen it. Yeah. The, the original when it was Desmond released. Desmond Decker. Desmond Decker. <laughs> yeah, original released with a voiceover that Harrison Ford was forced to do by contract, and it is was written by people that had no idea what they were doing, and it sounds awful. Jars completely with it, and it doesn't work. They took it off for the director's cut, and it works so much better. Just the, just the long pauses of just no talking whatsoever is fantastic. Dustin Hoffman was originally penciled in to play Deckard. Yeah, I think we spoke about that. We this. spoke about that. Also, Gene Hackman. As I can imagine at the time, seeing Canary was. Is he in for the Jackal? Who? Gene Hackman. I don't know. It was in the French Connection. Okay, yeah. Uh, Superman 1, 2, and 3. Overall, ten and bounds. Who was that? Jack Nicholson was, origi- was originally penciled in to play him as he well. Wouldn't have, that wouldn't have worked. No. Paul Newman, yeah. Clint Eastwood. Wouldn't have worked. No. Tommy Lee Jones, even in 1982. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Total recall all over again. <laughs> Fucking hell. Danny DeVito playing his name. Uh, yeah, Danny DeVito was on the list. No, it wasn't. Uh, Al Pacino. No. Wouldn't have worked. And Burt Reynolds. Wouldn't have worked. No. It has to be Harrison Ford all the Big way. Big names. Bit, yeah. None of which would have worked. No. Rutger Hauer did the speech himself for the Tears in Rain thing. He wrote that himself. Presented to Ridley Scott before they're about to do it. He said, do it. Martin Scorsese was originally intended to direct it. I don't think he would have done no. as good a job. He's not a sci-fi director. No. I don't think it would have worked. Who knows what he would have done with it, but he's not a science fiction director. No. Uh, more gritty and real. It would. It would. One of the things that I, every time I watch that film, I see something I've not seen before every single time. Amazing. Yeah. Things that it predicted, cars to open doors instead of keys, like in hotels that you go to. We didn't have that in 1982. Mm. FaceTime. Yeah, it's in there. Didn't have that. And voice commands for, to uh, operate computers. You know the scene where he's going... Move a little bit to the left. Yeah. Zoom in. See, it's weird when you think about that sort of shit, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, amazing. Yeah. That is why it is number one on my list. The big number one. The big number general. one. So, um, so, quick rundown. We have, for me, Pulp Fiction, Lord of the Rings, Rocky Horror Show, Empire Strikes Back, and Blade Runner is my favourite. And mine you have, Easy Rider, Lord of the Rings, The Boondock Saints, The Deer Hunter, and The Godfather. If you've enjoyed this, please let us know. We'll probably have a website somewhere. We're going to have a big old website. <laughs> um, if you've any subjects that you'd like us to talk about, let us know. We have got some in hand, so we'll be all right. I think next time it's favourite albums. Okay, did, cool. Did we decide, so we'll talk about that. If it's too long, I'm really sorry. But if it's too I feel short... it was too long. Uh, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we could have gone on. We could have easily have gone on here. The reject list was huge. It was huge. We are talking about my dick again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was quite small. Listen We're talking about my list. See you soon. Right, so this is the last one now. Um, 
This is episode four. It's called, It's Long, It's Complex, and You Have to Pay Attention. Um, you're, you were very upset about the new Ghostbusters. <laughs> uh, we talk about uh, Empire Strikes Back, Blade Runner. I accidentally announced my number one as my number two. So then the, the surprise is all gone. And you talk about The Godfather. Okay, that was, it's long, it's complex, and you have to pay attention. The last episode. So uh, we talked about our favourite films of all time there. Same again with that one. You know, I might talk shit about the new Ghostbusters. I've still never seen it. <laughs> so, like Captain America, I'm, I'm very keen to shit all over something that I, I won't even yeah. give a chance. Yeah. So that's my, that's my mistake. I was obviously, back then, I was a bit more astute in my beliefs. I, are, you, are you trying to tell me that you've changed? Nah. Nah. <laughs> Although, weirdly, there is a new Ghostbusters coming, isn't there now? So? Yeah. Um, it's, it, uh, apparently, it's separate or something, and uh, Paul Rudd is in it. Right. I, I don't know what it's called. It's... It, it's I want to say Ghostbusters Jurassic World, but I don't think it's that. Um, <laughs> I'd put a lot of money on it not being that. <laughs> Ghostbusters 4, let's have a look. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Right, okay. And apparently it follows from films 1 and 2, so I don't think it has anything to do with, um, with the third. So it's as though that one never happened. Yeah. Which is probably I, need to, I need to watch it. I can't, you can't. You can't just fob some off and without giving it a chance, can you? Mm-hmm. And I think I think I'm a bit, a bit, I've become softer in the last four years. So you've changed. So yeah, um, it, it was directed by Jason Reitman. So that's Ivan Reitman's son who directed the first, second Ghostbusters. Um, it stars. Oh, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson do play themselves in it. Okay. So that could be interesting. I yeah. thought Paul, yeah, Paul, Paul Rudd's in it. It's only, uh, we've only lost Harold Ramis, haven't we? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Anne Potts in it, so Janine's in it, uh, Sigourney Weaver's in it. So, cool. I, 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 I'm, even though I know less about this one, I'm, I'm much more positive about this one. Yeah, definitely. It's It's got a much better chance of being good. Yeah. When you, read, I mean, when, when you read the synopsis of the last one, it just sounds like it's just the shittest yeah. You know, that's why I, I mean, still haven't watched it. Obviously, I have watched it, and it, it, it was pretty bad. Is it a big pile of fuck? It's a big pile of fuck. A stinking <laughs> pile of fuck. Biggest of fuck piles. <laughs> Maybe not quite as much as Sunshine, but... Yeah, so there you go. That That's our top five. Um, so thanks for joining us, and um, I hope you enjoyed it. Obviously, let us know your top five. Are we just going to sit away at people to let us know? Yeah. <laughs> just waiting for that, that phone to ring. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, follow us on Twitter at S&R podcast underscore. No, S&R underscore podcast. Yeah, also follow us on Facebook. Yep. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts so you'll get your notifications every Monday when the newest episode drops. Um, there'll be some merchandise available by now, probably. 
Yeah. So. Uh, and and also, I mean, technically, I mean, we we a little in a secret here. We're recording this in August. I reckon this is probably going to be out end of October, beginning of November. So we're looking forward to Christmas. Christmas podcast. <laughs> Christmas podcast. We don't get better than a Christmas podcast. Don't. It's it's on it's on every young child's like. My desk pub seven says, "Ain't no podcast like a Christmas podcast." That's the one. That's the one. So, um, if you'd like to share with us any of your Christmas memories, Christmas films, Christmas songs, <laughs> funny Christ- Christmas stories, yeah, funny Christmas anecdotes, <laughs> filthy stocking fillers. <laughs> When have you used a, a, a Christmas stocking as a makeshift sheath? <laughs> makeshift. <laughs> makeshift sheath. Um, so, yeah. So, thanks for joining us on this uh, little journey. And we hope to see you again soon. Well, we will see you again soon. Won't we, Thank you. Bye. Bye from across the Pennines, Ross. Bye. Marathon.